Hello and welcome neighbors. I'm Brian Plain and this is the Live Here Riverside podcast. This podcast shares the stories of good people doing great things right here in our village of Riverside, Illinois. This is the second of a three-episode series featuring the women of the Riverside Junior Women's Charity, a nonprofit organization whose history dates back to the 1930s. My guest today is Ashley Prosser, and she is the Vice President of Member Services for the Riverside Junior Women's Charity. In our conversation, we discuss how Ashley and her family found their way to Riverside, how her mother's experience with a similar organization led to her joining the juniors, and how Riverside's walkability, proximity, and neighborly vibe works well for her and her family. I hope you enjoy getting to know our neighbor, Ashley Prosser. All right, Ashley, thanks so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. So let's start a little bit with your story. Tell us a little bit about your background and where you grew up. Yeah, absolutely. So I grew up in Kankakee, Illinois, which is about midway point between U of I and Chicago. That's always the best way to say it. (laughs) Um, I went to school uh, at Purdue in Indiana. And after graduating, you know, moved to Chicago, got a job and met my husband. And after we had been um, together and gotten married, we decided it was time to buy a house. We, I was pregnant actually. And so we um, moved to Riverside and that's kind of how we started, I guess, and then found our, our home. Okay. And uh, were you guys in the city then before you um, made your way out to Riverside? Yeah, we lived in the North Center, Lincoln Square neighborhood um, for a few years. That's kind of the majority of, I guess, our time together. We lived there and um, really liked it. Really liked the, you know, like the neighborhood atmosphere that's going on up there. Um, a lot of families up there. And so that was the, for us, something that we really wanted to kind of hold on to when we made our move mm-hmm. um, to the birds, you know, made the move, big move, obviously. But um but it was a challenge, you know, for us, we, we were kind of thought we were like losing our life by moving to the suburbs. <laughs> and, and so with that, um, you know, and I know in talking about like how we found Riverside or why we decided on Riverside in particular, my husband had stipulations that he wanted to like walk to a grocery store mm. and a bar or a restaurant. That was like the only two things that he needed in, in terms of, of a home, obviously, aside from like a garage and a yard, you know, like those, those, those crucial points. And so, um, being that we, you know, we walked to the grocery store every weekend in the city and did our grocery shopping and at least did a couple of dinners out, um, obviously with no kids, it's a lot easier. And so when we, we were looking for a place, Riverside had that, I mean, they had, you know, Riverside Foods, our, our grocery store, and they had Choo Choo and Molly's. And since then, obviously now, now we have other options as well, but we knew that that was, that was enough for him to kind of check that box and say like, okay, we can make this work. Sure. <laughs> Um, and how did, did you guys, were you guys aware of Riverside or I guess, how did you guys kind of just dis- discover Riverside specifically? Yeah, it kind of always, it fell into place. So growing up, I have, well, I still have an aunt and uncle that live in LaGrange Park. Mm-hmm. And so we, you know, always came up and I knew of Riverside, you know, I kind of just knew it was off of First Avenue there. And that's really as far as I've gotten. Um, but then my husband, he had a, a friend from junior high that actually him and his wife found Riverside. I don't know how they found it, but they found it when they were moving to the suburbs and we had come out and visited them and, and hung out once or twice, gotten, we got lost in the dark, obviously, as everyone, <laughs> you know, trying to find the spot after dark. But, um, so when we came time to start looking, you know, we knew it was there and we really started with like LaGrange and Oak Park and, um, Riverside was just kind of like a, Oh yeah, you know, we can add that to the list or look, but we really didn't know. And as soon as we saw the first house we looked at in Riverside, we knew um, that it was really a good option. And so Mm -hmm. then we really focused our search to Riverside um, 
And that's kind of, you know, and then that was when we, we made our choice. That was where we were going to be. Okay. And how long have you guys been here for now? Um, it's funny. It'll be six years in the next few weeks. We were, we moved right at St. Patrick's Day. Our first night we moved in, we went to Molly. So that's always like my, my memory of, of how <laughs> we got here. Um, but yeah, so six years and our oldest, I was, like I said, I was pregnant. So our oldest is five and a half now. So we were just under the gun before we had her to uh, get in and get settled. Gotcha. Okay. And you're obviously on the show today um, to talk a little bit about the Riverside Junior Women's Charity. So how, how did you first, I guess, become aware of the juniors and, and kind of get involved with them? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so my mom was part of like a juniors type group when I grew up and I knew that, you know, it was really nice to kind of have that community and, and give back. And so I was really looking for something like that when we moved, but with, you know, just having a child and working and, and kind of, you know, living the other parts of your life, I really didn't put too much thought into it right away. I thought I'll find something like this eventually. Um, and through some, you know, some people, some other families that we met in Riverside, um, we were actually at a barbecue and, and someone said like, why don't you join this group I'm part of, you know, and mm-hmm. he kind of brought it up and I said, Oh, you know, I don't think it's the right time. I was pregnant my second. I'm going to wait it out. And, you know, then, then the idea kept creeping back into my mind and I felt like, wow, we really need to, I really need to like make some more friends and meet some more people and <laughs> kind of get connected to this space I live in a little different way than, mm-hmm. you know, just, just being here. Um, and so I, I went to a meeting and, and from there, I, I kind of fast-tracked it into, I joined the board within the next year and um, and now have done that for a couple of years. So I really, um, I guess, jumped in with both feet <laughs> right after I, I realized that it was going to be what I did. Sure. Yeah. And and I know um, we talked, uh, when I talked to Joanne, um, about a lot of the different um, charities and causes and so forth that um, junior support, as well as uh, the events that you guys put on to be able to support those. Um, are there any particular, I guess, charities or causes that you've kind of become aware of through your work with the juniors that you found yourself to be kind of particularly passionate about? You know, I like, I mean, I think it's nice, a lot of the different, how we try and hit different types of organizations. I mean, I think that, you know, anything that affects children or that we work with with children, I think, you know, for a lot of people, it, it's just an easy one to say, like, you know, that it really means a lot and you can sure. definitely see that impact right away. I think the local families and local causes that we really give to, like families within Riverside that, you know, that maybe have a, a child that could use some, you know, that needs some extra assistance and we can provide a little bit of money to to help that, you know, that kid out in the next year, I think is cool. Um, or even like Parks and Rec or literally games, like things that make, you now I'm kind of going back to kids again, so obviously it's, it's my cause too, but um, but I think that those things just, just matter so much and you see them right away. And also being in Riverside, being such a small community, like after you hear about these families or you see these teams, like you, you see like the next time you go to the grocery store, those people again, or you you know see a kid wearing the, the Junior's Little League shirt or whatever it is. I mean, I think that those are really really valuable to me. I mean, the other organizations, obviously very important as well. Um, but I think the ones that are really close to home are easy to, to feel really old and more connected to. Sure. And and what's the process like for you guys at the juniors? Like, how do you, I guess, what's the selection process of kind of figuring out, you know, how, uh, who specifically and what organizations you guys are, are going to support? Um, and I, I just, I guess, even to put it out there too, for people who might need a little extra help or something like that, you know, what is the process of people kind of coming to you to kind of, I guess, to kind of ask for that as well too? Yeah, absolutely. So some organizations we've worked with for a long time and they know, you know, reach out to our board and say, you know, we could use some extra assistance or here's kind of the idea of the cost that we may need. I mean, some groups will specifically say, um, you know, we need, 
new art supplies for for this group for children in hospitals. So this is kind of our ask. You know, we're asking for. I mean, and sometimes it's one hundred and fifty dollars, and sometimes it's five hundred dollars. I mean, the the ask can be pretty small, or you know, or, or get a little bit bigger, I guess, depending mm-hmm. on the group. Um, but they reach out to our board or someone within our organization. Actually, this is kind of the spring is really our time of year where we evaluate. Okay, here's our you know here's a group our here's our group of causes that we've given to in the past. And here's people that have reached out and said that, you know, they could use our support or maybe here's groups that have said, and it's odd to say this, but sometimes groups say like, you know, thank you for your support in the past, but we've maybe gotten, you know, a large sum from this or that. And so Mm -hmm. we recognize we want you to use your, your, your funds in a different manner. Um, So we do that through the spring. We reach out to the different groups that we've talked in the past or do research on the ones that we've heard about from people through the community a lot of our, our current juniors or friends of juniors or just people in the community will come forward and say, you know, it's not me or it's not someone I know personally, but I've heard about this local group. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe this is a good cause. And so we have a whole committee, um, a philanthropy committee that looks into all of the, the possibilities. And then we vet that through the spring and vote in, you know, what causes we're going to give to and what that budget's going to look like. Okay, that makes sense. And I know your current role on the board is as the vice president of member services. Um, tell us, I think you kind of alluded to just kind of the calendar, but um, I guess what what is kind of the junior's year? I guess how does how does that kind of run? Um, am I correct that it kind of kind of sticks with the school year calendar? Is that right? Yeah. So we we take the summer off. We recognize that everyone has a lot of stuff going on, and sure. I say that we still we still do some stuff during the summer, but um, kids home or more vacations or you know, maybe just relaxing a little bit. We take a little bit of that time off, but we, we start our new year actually in June. We take the summer off and then we come back in September and then we have monthly meetings September through June again. So, so we celebrate the end of our year actually in May and our new board, um, new members from the spring get installed. And we also install members then again um, in December at our holiday party. Okay. And, and that's what I was going to ask as far as for women who are interested in, in possibly joining the juniors, is it kind of like a, a rolling admissions? Like, can they reach out obviously anytime during the year with, with kind of interest and then it's just the, the installations are done twice, twice a year. Is that how that works? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So installations are done. Yeah. Twice a year. If people are interested, they can, they can come at any time. We have meetings the second Thursday of every month um, in the town hall or in the village hall, I should say. And then um, seven thirty, and we, um, yeah, we get together, we kind of talk about maybe our, our agenda, you know, more of our business type items. Um, we have social time before and, and typically after, again, if people want to, you know, get together and talk a little bit more about, you know, their outside things or plan or, or talk about what they want to do with juniors in the future. But we have guests every month. And so, you know, you're more, someone's more than welcome to come at any time, see a meeting, check it out. Um, if they want to come back again, you know, then after that second meeting, they're really eligible to join and, and then they can get installed in that December or May time period. Okay, perfect. I think that's, that's helpful for people to know um, who, like I said, might be interested and just not sure how that all works to have that uh, laid out for them. So thanks for sharing that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then what would you say um, is one thing that you wish more folks here in Riverside kind of knew about the juniors? Hmm. I think that um, a lot of times, and, and I consider this sometimes because I think it is a lot of fun. I think Sometimes people consider juniors just like a social group, you know, just something to, we have our Bruce crews coming up and, you know, people just kind of associated with, you know, some, some women that want to plan some fun events. And we definitely want to do that. And we want to be known as something that like come to the events, they're fun. But I think the big thing is also considering that this money does go back. So, you know, 
feel free to not only come to the event, but maybe like bid on some silent auction items or, um, you know, check out what we're doing on Facebook or Instagram and come and join us, you know, when we work on community garden or sign up for an hour, hour to volunteer. I mean, I think that, you know, you can, you can do a lot with it. And the other misconception about juniors is, and I'm a bad example of this, of people that, that really kind of make it a big part of, of their, their life at some point, you know, whether it's like a year or two years or whatever. Um, we have a lot of members that, you know, are, are also involved in a lot of other things between, you know, work and home and, um, and our community. So you don't have to devote all of your, your free time to, to just our, our group. I mean, you can definitely be a part of it, you know, provide feedback and volunteer here and there and still be, you know, part of this, this group that, you know, does a lot for our community or tries to at least. Mm -hmm. And uh, I guess getting back to more uh, Riverside specific kind of questions for you as well too. What would you say is your, your favorite thing about living here in Riverside? Oh, um, gosh, there's so many great things about Riverside. I mean, I think our, our location is fantastic. Um, but honestly, I think the people are just so great. I mean, I've met so many great people. I'm so excited for my kids to keep going to school with all these great kids and meet more families. Um, and just, you know, so many interesting backgrounds and people doing all kinds of like uninteresting types of work. I mean, it's just for such a small community, we have a little of everything, I feel like, in terms of the people we have. Yeah, I would, I would, and testament to this podcast, I would, I would definitely agree with that. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and if you got to change one thing about Riverside, what would that be? Oh, man. Um, so I've listened to a few of your podcasts, and I know a lot of people ask this question. <laughs> and I think that, and this is honestly probably just the time where I am in my year, but I think that um, we have so many great, like juniors, is, I guess, a testament to this, but we have so many great, like, things in our community that are just have been around for a long time or are new that I feel like we need to communicate better. So like right now I'm in the thick of considering all the summer camps and, you know, options for your kids and preschool options and full day kindergartens and half day kindergartens and aftercare programs. I feel like that's one thing I would love to change and I'm probably not going to be the one to do it. It's just like having a good organized format for like everything that's out there. Um, and then that goes beyond just kids, but I think that, you know, and the community has been really good about trying to do more of it, but just how can we just share all this wealth of information that people have from, you know, growing up here and living here and raising kids here and starting new community groups. Like how can we just like find a really great format for collecting all of that? Yeah. We, we need the, like the adulting manual. That's, that's kind of a, a riverside. I feel like that's what we're looking for. Here. We do. <laughs> we absolutely do. Yeah. I mean, there's just, so much going on and so much to keep and keep track of. And then you hear about something and you're like, that's amazing. Why have I never heard about this? And why did I just start doing this now? So, so yeah, I, I know it's coming and I think social media is great about promoting more, but I just feel like I'm always like just one step behind in terms of like how many great things we can do. Yeah, no, I agree with you there too. Um, and last question that I like to ask everybody is what's the kindest thing that someone from Riverside has done for you? Um, I think there's just so many kind things that people do. Um, like, you know, just people on the street that will, I last week I dropped my dry cleaning and some guy like brought it into me and was like, Oh, I think you dropped this. But I mean, little things that, you know, are just like human decency. But I, when we um, moved, we had a neighbor um, right after we had our, our daughter bring us a meal. And, you know, like I was completely overwhelmed by parenthood and brought us a meal. Um, and I thought that was like the nicest thing that anyone had ever done. Um, 
and kind of segueing back into juniors, like after I joined the juniors group, I realized that juniors does that for people in the community that need it. So it's like, if you know, if we hear uh, someone's had a kid or maybe lost a family member or had surgery on their knee and can't get up, you know, like mm-hmm. things like that. We do these meal trains now, but when I moved to Riverside and I grew up in, in like a pretty close knit neighborhood, but I'd never actually like had it done for me or seen it, you know, in action. I like it blew my mind. I thought that was like the best thing. And since then I like see all kinds of little things like that. But in my memory, that's probably the first time in Riverside that I was like, wow, this is pretty amazing. I like these people. <laughs> And uh, if folks want to learn more about the juniors, uh, tell us where they can find uh, more information online as well, too. Yeah, absolutely. So you can go to um, RiversideJuniors.com and find out about our website there. There's a lot of great contact info in terms of like individual. If you want to find out about membership, you can find the membership email. If you want to find out about fundraising, you can find out about stuff there. Um, but I always say also check us out on social media because on Instagram and on Facebook, there's so much information. I think the, the person that does our social media right now is just amazing in, in terms of getting all of that information out there in the community. Perfect. And we'll make sure we provide links to those again as well uh, so that people can easily find them in the blog post that goes with this episode too. Fantastic. Great. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah. Thanks so much for coming on the show and sharing your story, Ashley. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, have a good one. Hey neighbor, Brian here again. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Live Here Riverside podcast. You can read our blog posts and hear future episodes of this podcast by visiting us online at livehereriverside.com or liking our Facebook page, Live Here Riverside. One last thing. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a neighbor that you think would enjoy it as well. Thanks for stopping by.